sinners and choosers. Welcome to a special little episode of Choose Your Own Religion. You guys know me if you're listening to this. I'm not advertising this much to the outside world. If for some reason you're stumbling upon this and you've never heard it before, well, uh, welcome. This episode is a weird episode. I talked about this last week. If you were listening last week, I, that I, I didn't know what to do for the Christmas episode. I was really, I thought I would do some kind of uh, angsty rant, some kind of uh, scripted sermon that's even more preaching than I already do. But I wasn't really feeling that, and I didn't know what kind of episode to put out, and I was feeling a lot of pressure uh, as a religion-based episode to put out some kind of Christmassy thing. And then the next day, a good friend of mine, Rivers Langley, contacted me and asked me to do a segment for the holiday episode of his show and asked me if I had any good Christmas stories. And I thought and thought, and I couldn't think of any. I asked my sister if she had any good ones, but honestly, a lot of our ours just revolve around various Christmas presents and nothing that crazy. But then I remembered something that happened last year, and I'm nervous to put out this episode a little bit to have this on the internet forever, but in the Christmas spirit, fuck it. Hope you guys like this story. This is a really fun podcast. I love the Goods from the Woods. I did their show a long time ago. It was a normal episode. You should listen to the rest of the holiday episode, but here's my segment. And uh, with that, that's my Christmas present to you guys. If you want to get me anything for Christmas, just leave a rating or review on whatever platform you're listening to this. Tell a friend about it. So Merry Christmas, everyone. Even if you don't believe in a traditional Christmas, I sure don't, but I still believe in Christmas as a feeling and a reminder that we're all birthed from this same source, and that's pretty damn cool. I love you guys. Here's the goods from the woods. Allow the soothing music and uplifting affirmations to center your heart and mind in an awareness of God's love. Wake up, my dear sinners. Wake up from your deep rest Won't you say your prayers Know that you are blessed I love you, oh, but Jesus loves you the best And I hope that you choose your own religion all right, we're here with our friend Joe Quint. Hey. And, uh, what is that? I think oh. I hear that. Could that. Is that up on the roof? Yeah. Is that you, Santa Claus? <laughs> Are you listening? <laughs> I think he's coming because I think it's that time of the year when there is good cheer for all the girls and boys because they're going to be getting their toys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, we had a uh, we had old uh, Joe Rains on on the uh, holiday special last year. My, uh-huh. You know, Joe Rains, son of a preacher man, also. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And so we figured uh, we'd we'd get another uh, uh, preacher's kid in here to talk yeah. about. Uh, all right, so Joe made it clear last year that like for his family anyway, Christmas time was the most stressful like time for his family because his dad was like, you know, that's that's when you have to do the most work, I guess, as, yeah, as yeah. a preacher, at least as far as the, the actual services of doing your job outside of counseling and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, because, so. you know, if Christmas falls in the middle of the week, right, so you got uh, you got your normal Sunday services bookended. Yeah. Let's say if it's on a weekend this time, so you can kind of combine them and cheat a little bit. Right. But, like, if it's on, uh, you got three or four Christmas Eve services, depending. So you got, like, the kids one early on, you got, like, two versions of the normal one, then you got, like, a late night kind of, Midnight one musical midnight yeah. thing. Yeah. It's a lot yeah. of damn preaching. It's a lot of preaching. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and at some point, the sermons they become like meditations, like in the uh, in the uh, bulletin. 
whatever they just have to like shorten it and truncate it a little bit what they just because they just go on so long yeah because like at, at the midnight one nobody wants to be there for like an hour and a half like nobody's trying to like spend that part of their night this is like a oh, nice it's like an ambient thing for like 45 minutes and then we'll go and it's what it's just like a sleepy time gorilla museum or godspeed you black emperor for <laughs> right wah, 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 wah. You, got, you got some organ like the, you got like two key bible passages the meditation and then you just leave oh okay yeah all right oh, but you always get the silent night uh, by candlelight yeah every service has that which that's that's the money maker right there <laughs> which if, if you guys uh listening recall from last year and this is a this is an invite to go listen if you haven't heard our christmas show from last year go check that one out as well because uh joe rains uh accidentally lit the bulletin on fire during <laughs> the uh during the silent night uh portion of the of the proceedings uh-huh. and so uh yeah so the preacher's kid accidentally almost burned down the church i can totally see that uh-huh. yeah yeah with us it was i mean that was the best part of the service and then there was always like you know you didn't want to get stuck with a shitty candle like a, one of the short ones that was like burning and like giving yeah. you like you, you wax problems and shit yep. but um yeah so my my story it's uh it's a, it's a, i guess it's adjacent to a church story it did happen it happened last year on december 23rd oh no kidding so it's festivus a, yeah so it's christmas is a little weird for me because i don't i'm not a presbyterian anymore despite i'm wearing a presbyterian shirt but i don't i'm yeah. not a christian anymore in a, in a classical sense to me it's like i don't know i feel like christmas is a feeling for most people anyway more right. than like a specific like i don't know even whatever you believe or not oh yeah yeah and uh i'm kind of like i i have the total like hippie like fish fan type things like we are all god we are all like physical manifestations of god and so yeah like the birth of jesus to me me it's like a representation of all of us being like you know coming into like as god's children type, yeah. type shit totally it, <laughs> well, river's like yeah totally. well, no no but i'm saying i got i grew up with like nothing uh-huh. except for christmas <laughs> like i you know i didn't have to go to church or nothing like that mm-hmm. my mom did like gospel music so i was occasionally dragged to like church services and things like that with uh you know with choirs and things yeah yeah but you know generally raised with no religion that said Oh man, Santa! We were all about Santa, uh-huh. like, so that that is uh, well. You know. Santa understands the bottom line, which yeah. is greed, <laughs> greed, and uh, and uh, you know, shaming you for being a bad person. So that's what he says. But you know, you coal. get the good stuff a lot. Yeah, you get the coal in there too. Hey, but. Santa Claus is essentially plausible deniability for parents when they don't get the stuff that the kids actually want for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, he couldn't make a Andre the Giant action figure. He didn't have the parts yeah. up at the North Pole. You know, that's the life. Licensing thing. Blame McMahon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Santa, yeah exactly. Santa couldn't uh, produce a Power Wheels uh, Jeep. <laughs> I used to wonder about that as a kid. There was figure. a strike. You know, yeah. there was a Wildcat strike out in the North Pole. Well, after a certain point, though, kids wanted brand name toys and not just you know your wooden soldiers and stuff like that. Santa could make on the cheap again. So Santa had to step up his facilities and buy some licensing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so Christmas, it's it's a weird time for me right now because I'm still. I usually go home. I'm not going home this year, but I'm usually home and like they're so they're my parents are still so into it they're so like well, genuinely yeah. <laughs> like all on board it's a very positive love train and i feel a little little odd about it but uh so last last december 23rd i was out drinking with some friends in durham uh, north carolina uh-huh. and uh it kind of on a whim after you know, they they kind of called the night early and i didn't want to go back and hang out with my parents more so uh i because i'd been there like a week and so i decided to, to call an audible and go to my first ever strip club on uh, december oh, 20 i'd oh, never been to one before that sounds 
the second saddest place on earth is a strip club on Christmas. Oh, you'd be yeah. surprised though. Behind the comedy store on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that's the saddest. Well, I mean, that's why Christmas travel. is when they have the prime rib. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. People travel around the holidays, so you can get good crowds at strip clubs around Christmas and Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, I'm not serious. Not this time at uh, Teasers in Durham. Teasers. There was uh, <laughs> there's no place. And by the way, I we had we had called that place in college. We ended up not going, but like we had called it and I called them on the phone because we're like 18, 19. We didn't know. Yeah. And, we, and the, my friend had asked, like, so how are the uh, how are the girls there? And the guy is like, honestly, man, it ain't like the movies. But, <laughs> but you'll see some titties. <laughs> so, that, so that's this is the kind of establishment. This is not the uh, a triple A strip club. Oh yeah, yeah. By this, any stretch of the imagination. This sounds like uh, my friend uh, Caroline uh, told me about a strip club in Carrollton, Georgia, uh-huh. where because the laws in Georgia, you got to wear pasties. But the pe- really, but the people, or at least in this county, you did. <laughs> but the girls, uh, the, I guess the people who run the club, didn't want to pay for fancy pasties so all the strippers just were wearing band-aids on their nipples oh my god (laughs) i think i like the sound of this place no that sounds horrifying that's kind of funny though (laughs) it's definitely funny but it's not uh almost a a bit of a turn-on no i was just about to say it's not a did they cross it like they do on the cartoons yeah that's what i'm imagining yeah you get the cross it's like a suicide girls type thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just looks and like all the strippers just have like weird, very small injuries. Now, it, now for those of you that are interested, uh, Carrollton, Georgia is where you can uh, go. If you go to the local uh, airport, you can uh, sign up for the Mile High Experience. Wait, do you get to fuck in a plane? Yeah, it's this private Cessna what? plane. What? Okay. Cessna? What? Yeah. How far is Carrollton from Augusta? <laughs> it's on the exact opposite side of the state. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. But it's on it's on well, it's I the twenty on the way it's to true. on the twenty. How much is it for the mile high? I don't know. I just read about this in the newspaper. I'm going down there over the holidays. I might want to. And they had find a photo out. of the guy. And Wait, he, but if you're in a Cessna, the pilot's just right there. Exactly. You're, I know there's not the kind of privacy, but you know we make no concessions privacy. for the mile high. I mean, it's like you're Paul, like plowing a girl, and your ass is just hitting the back of the pilot. Because 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 Paul Paul Sebus, who's a fantastically hilarious comedian, has a thing about like if you go into wine country, they have like hot air balloon central experiences where yeah. somebody just lifts up a towel and looks the other way. Um, what really? Yeah, look wow. up Paul Sebus. Go, y- y- I can't oh, do it justice. This, but this, this was so this a thing. Well, the and, person, and, and, yeah, and the guy looks and the guy looks <laughs> like the guy looks like Zoot Horn Rollo from from Captain Beefheart's Magic Band because they had a photo of him and just like. But people get it on in a balloon. Is yeah, that what they that's, do? that's what you do in the wine country when you go to Carrollton. It's just a beat up beach cruiser. <laughs> Who are these people that can just get really excited with a balloon operator present? I don't know. Like it's just that that's taking like the whole like it's not even a mile high. Yeah, that's like taking the whole like you <laughs> know st- it's, that's taking stage fright at a urinal to the next level where right. it's just like oh can you pee next to a guy I don't know can you fuck next to a balloon man? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a towel that he holds up I guess. I <laughs> Does he hold Ask- it up? He holds up like a matador holding up a. <laughs> Ask Paul Sebus. Paul Sebus. That's his. That's his Did joke. He fuck well, you can just tell no. me look at the view, stupid. <laughs> no, but like yeah, what's wrong with just looking at the view and then fucking yeah, just later. look the other way, man? No, you tell the operator we got to get busy go look at the view if you're in the carrollton villa rica uh metro area and you're so inclined that is a thing at least six or seven years ago that you could do and if this guy's still around 
you know, uh, you know, look on the back pages of Creative Loafing. Maybe there's an ad. <laughs> Dear on. Lord, sorry, we we, we went. There's a magazine called that. <laughs> what, creative Loafing. That's like the Atlanta like free rag, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh shit! I, I think I should like... write for that because I'm really good at loafing, but I'm too lazy to bother to send in a well, resume. Well, I mean, you know, you have to get into a, uh, you might have to get into a hot wings eating contest to write for them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind as long as I don't have to win. That's some free food. Yeah. Uh, sorry, we, we derailed you. So no, you're, you're, fine. you're at Teasers. Right. Well, and uh, by the way, I had to drive there because I, I don't have my car. I had flown back to North Carolina. So I'm driving my dad's SUV with like church bumper stickers oh, and yeah. shit on it. Yeah. Uh, just Does that have the little it. family stickman with the dog? No, we don't, oh, <laughs> we okay. don't have that one. Um, and <laughs> Teasers was decked out actually with like holiday stuff. It had like tinsel and like deck the halls, dancers and like elf costumes yeah. and Ooh, shit. Ooh, I like it. You know, um, and there was, I don't, it was sad that there was the, I don't know like I don't know having never been to a strip club before I don't know if it's normally more women than dudes but there was like twice as many dancers as there were uh, clients there that's not normal but uh, in, a, in a low time like the holiday season I imagine that's, yeah that's uh, that's what's gonna happen I'd found it that way when I go in the daytime <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah spearmint rhino in the day eat. yeah you get something to eat you know watch girl strip and all that <laughs> so the the first person that approached me uh, was a uh, Puerto Rican woman and uh, as she introduced, I didn't assume that she told me she was Puerto Rican. She uh, didn't have maracas, right? <laughs> right. That's and, not uh, even. <laughs> yeah, so, you know the Puerto That's Rican Puerto tradition Rico. of Castanets. maracas. She had a goat with her, <laughs> like and, the guy on Separate and Son. <laughs> and that was like my first time as a guy ever like getting that explicitly hit on by anybody because she's trying to you know sell me a lap dance. So she's like, "Oh, you're built like a linebacker." I'm like, "What linebacker? Like a high school linebacker, <laughs> junior varsity, baby." <laughs> And like, Maybe I, like I, the I, grew, I grew twice as big as the other kids. <laughs> she asked me, like, what do I do? I'm like, oh, you know, I, I do IT, like computer stuff. She's like, oh, so that's how you put on that weight, which I think she was just like ready to say in a positive way. But it's kind of it's like a weird thing to be like, oh, yeah, that's how you got fat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so her, her game was not uh, not totally to, on point. To be fair, in the 1940s, you didn't have to be that big to be a linebacker in the 1950s. <laughs> it's true. Be, I have actually, you could be Frank Gifford and be like, you know, a linebacker. Yeah, I have a, I have a joke I sometimes do on stage. That I feel like I'm what Dr. James Naismith had in mind for power forwards originally. She's like <laughs> six foot, like 200 pounds. Yeah, like, yeah. Just not athletic at all. <laughs> um, I mean, that peach basket ain't that high. So, <laughs> and so uh, I, I, I turned her down. I was like, I'll, I'll just uh, you know, come by. I'll, I'll, I'll do one later, maybe. Uh, then another one comes by. I, she kind of like says like, "Oh, you should always have a girl in your arm," type thing. And I'm like, I, I, "This is okay," but like, I don't know. It, it was weird. I was like, my own anxiety was pretty high because I felt like I was really doing a really disrespectful thing to like my parents by even being there in the first place. Well, strip club guilt, especially the first time, can be a bad thing because strip clubs are all just there to get tips out of you constantly. Right. So right. someone is always there trying to get you to buy an oversized drink or tip somebody for doing nothing. Right, or, right. A stripper is just like, I sat with you. When are you going to give me some money now? Yeah, and, there, and because of the outnumbering thing, like I couldn't hide in the crowd at all. Right. It's just like me standing by myself, like kind of watching. And then I felt like word was getting around that I was like a freeloader because people start. I kind of felt like a vibe like, oh, this guy He's not fucking. He's not going to do anything. The guy with the Eddie Bauer expedition in the parking lot with the Jesus fishes. Right, right, right. So I go. I actually, I as I took a break for a second. I actually ended up clogging the toilet, which is a whole nother, <laughs> a whole nother experience. You took a break from not giving the money to <laughs> just instead, fucking up their establishment. Fuck up their bathroom. Well, you'll yeah. never come back to this place. Was it teasers again? Yeah. <laughs> but so I came back and I was like, you know what? I'm I'm here. I should get my first ever lap dance just to knock it off my bucket list. Right. I think, just to have the experience. But then. I mean, this is where my like what better place than teasers. What, what better, better time place than now? on Christmas Eve on Festivus 
about to be cr- turning Christmas Eve at midnight. Yeah, that, yeah. So it, I think it was Christmas Eve by that point. And uh, I, this is my self-esteem was that like I was afraid of asking a girl and being rejected for a lap dance. Like, <laughs> I, like I was like, oh, what if she says no? <laughs> like that was seriously in my head. If that happens, it's over, man. I know it's it's all over. <laughs> the only time I ever say no is if they're going off shift. I like you, but maybe we can do a lap dance when girls, girls, girls comes on. <laughs> I only, I'm taking a break. You know, I'm right. might get back in the game when Motley Crue comes around. <laughs> right, know. like that would have been the absolute worst. So I, I asked the Puerto Rican, the Puerto Rican from earlier, to give me a lap dance. She she does and. Uh, she starts saying, like, she says, see, papi is kind of her go-to phrase. Uh-huh. And at first time, I'm like, oh, cool. But yeah. then, like, she asked me, do I speak any Spanish? I'm like, no, I, I'm sorry, I don't. She was, like, oh, she was kind of sad. She's like, oh, okay. But then she just kind of kept repeating see, papi uh-huh. a bunch of times. And I'm like, I feel like, okay, I, like, the first time, sure, I'm into it. But, like, when it's, that's your go-to, I don't know. I feel almost insulted that you thought that would, like, work on me and, like, enchant me. To yeah. Just, like, repeat <laughs> it a bunch of times. Yeah. Well, there's some people that speak Spanish that can communicate with only two words. <laughs> like, I, I mentioned before my friend Camacho with pero pero si pero 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 si pero si mm-hmm. yeah, uh, or it's or it's one of those things where it's her go to uh, tagline like Bill, billing balls here's your sign like that's her kind of <laughs> right, stripper's yeah. tagline is yeah, her, yeah. her you might be a redneck is yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. you gonna do you know <laughs> like, yeah. yeah so she's doing that I'm already sort of losing some immersion because of that and then she asked me like oh do you like titties I'm like well that's like I mean, I mean that's like going to like five guys and be like do you like burgers and fries I'm gonna yeah. Fucking strip club, ain't I? <laughs> like, I'm here for the overpriced beers. I actually don't like tits. Yeah, I'm here for the buffet. And so, <laughs> right. Uh, I, I, I listen. I was just bored at home, <laughs> and I was like, I really want to listen to Godsmack, but I don't want to be alone. So. Yeah, might as well come here and listen to Godsmack around other people. <laughs> the Museum of Science was closed, and I had nowhere else to go. <laughs> well, I was on my way. Funny thing happened on the way to the library. Yeah. <laughs> Although, actually, you raised a good point with Godsmack. What was the music like at Teasers that night? Because you hear some bad music at strip clubs. I mean, it was. I feel like it was probably your standard like '80s rock, '90s rock, raps, like pretty yeah. normal, pretty normal selection. Okay, yep. not too heavy on the God smack. No, not, not, not too heavy. Because that'll on the God drive smack. you out anytime. Not much holiday theme music either, sadly. No. That's yeah, kind of disappointing. Well, you know, you lose all sense of time and day and date when you're in the strip club. Yeah. And I, I don't know. That, that was like actually the point where I guess, like, as I was like, she was giving me this. I was sort sort of broke my version. I was annoyed at first, but then that was where my I guess my Christmas spirit came back, and I'm like, you know what? She's like a child of God too. Like she has her own wants and needs and desires. <laughs> like it's a weird thing. I'm like, this is weird that a human being is doing this to me, and I'm a human being with my own weird shit. Like we're everybody here in this godforsaken place. <laughs> it's like we're all just doing our own thing. We're all just trying to be happy in this world. And uh, and hey, everybody here likes titties. She didn't need to ask me. <laughs> we're all on the same page. So yeah, that was that was my that was my Christmas Eve. And then the next <laughs> night, yeah, Silent Night by Candlelight. <laughs> um, well, you know, and, salvation uh, and sin. Yeah, and a, Saturday and, night, Sunday morning. I mean, yeah. it's, it sounds like a, the the plot line for like a a, a Tom Waits like Christmas song from like Nighthawks <laughs> at the Diner. And then a <laughs> and then a Brat Star appeared above. No, the I mean, I mean, but it's just like the ones where he's like. A Puerto Rican lady <laughs> trying to make it do. <laughs> Got a manger on the buffet and my lot. <laughs> Nugga hide on the walls at Christmas. <laughs> Bring me some prime rib. <laughs> How was the food at Teasers? Did you try I did it? not try it. I, I would not. Get, I was not going to eat anything from that kitchen. 
Not even the popcorn? No. <laughs> that always, you know, whenever they have things like popcorn and mozzarella sticks, like it'll be yeah. sitting here, oh, this is good. I think get some mozzarella sticks to go with this. Well, I mean, the whole idea is that, like, uh, they used to do this at bars, like, back in, well, I mean, it's an old bar trick. You do peanuts, pretzels, popcorn, because it's like salty food and it makes you just want to drink more beer. I like yeah. peanuts with beer. Like, at the same time, it's yeah. good. <laughs> All right. The podcast is Choose Your Own Religion. Uh, That's right. <laughs> tell, tell us about it, man. Oh, yeah. So it's uh, so because my dad's a, a preacher, I'm a, a, clearly a heathen uh, by now. Uh, basically, it's me interviewing comedians about whatever religious kind of background they have. If they have any kind of sense of spirituality now, and then we make up a religion. Uh, every episode. Hell yeah. And you can check out uh, the Jam Bands episode, still one of our most popular eps with uh, with Joe Quince. And, yeah, uh, somebody reached out to me from that. They found my <laughs> podcast and they found uh, you on that. Your, yeah. Your episode. They, it, was like, it was a cool moment. M- much to the dismay of my uh, my co-hosts. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never get dismayed. I didn't even know about it. That's how we keep things civil here. Yeah. As long as said Jam Bands are not playing Freebird, I am. <laughs> oh, yeah. When he <laughs> mentioned uh, fish at Christmas, I was worried for a minute that Rivers would have one in the chain. Amber, wait, <laughs> yeah, I know. wait! Didn't didn't the, that that win your worst song ever? Oh yeah, in the tournament. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's too bad. Rivers can beat anybody down like a merciless motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, but I have a friend of mine that wanted to turn worst songs ever into a home game, uh-huh. like a you know a home game. Yeah. But we basically have created much like the no Raiders rule in Tecmo Bowl. <laughs> No fish free bird. Yeah, no, no, no odd job. Yeah, no yeah. Raiders. Yeah, yeah. No fish. Yeah, because Trey Anastasio is the Tecmo Bowl Bo Jackson of <laughs> terrible covers. All right. Well, yeah, check out uh, Choose Your Own Religion. Uh, Joe Quint, thank you so much for, uh, for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was great. And that's the show. Thank you so much to Rivers, Pat Riley, and Mr. Goodnight, the crew from Goods in the Woods. Listen to their podcast. Check out the holiday episode. Merry Christmas, everyone. Jamaste. What's a creative podcast network?